James, how are you going, mate? Uh, we had a brief chat before, so I won't won't go too formal on this. But um, how's things on your end with the coronavirus, and how, how's your gym coping with everything? Uh, how are you, buddy? First and foremost, it's good to be back chatting to you, mate. Um, yeah, strange circumstances, isn't it? For for everybody, uh, and including myself, uh, my gym, Sustainable Jiu Jitsu, my studio. I've just uh, closed the doors for the next uh, few weeks and however long it needs to be done to uh, see what goes on with this virus. And uh, we're moving a lot of things to online. Um, I've got a lot of courses I'm going to get start to put out that I haven't had time to do. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a very, very strange time, but always make sure that I keep in touch with my clients, whatever they need. Physically, mentally, emotionally, I'm, I'm here to help them. Um, I'll always be texting, chatting, and um, sending them stuff. I'm trying to do a daily workout that I do anyway, but I'm trying to post it up and inspire people to keep on moving because I think that's uh, super important for your mental health, physical health, and be ready for when I get back on the mats to squash them. <laughs> <laughs> Which it, I, I, say guess. That, I say that with you. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, I know. Brother. But with all the self with all the self isolation, people can kind of go one of two ways, or maybe a combination of both. One is completely letting go, and one's trying to do their best to stay in shape, really. Which then, right. and you know what? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I would say, please don't let go. Please keep it up. Uh, you know, for your for your own self, because when you're in shape and you're physically, mentally and, you know, uh, emotionally in shape, then everything that you do in life will be better. Um, your business, you know, your isolation, your kids driving you mad, your partner driving you mad, whatever it may be. And just the inspiration to get up and, and live daily life like normal, because, you know, it's not the end of the world. It's frightening, you know, in many ways, uh, but you know, We've survived a lot of things over these uh, many, many years. And unfortunately, I think, uh, you know, there's already people that have passed from it, which is, it's never good. But we need to look at the positive things and we need to look at uh, where, where we go next. And number one, don't panic. But I would say this, Brad, for your jujitsu, this is one of the conversations I have over and over again on the mats daily. Now it's time to use the conversations, the mentality that we always take from jujitsu, you know, when a... When you're stuck under mount, mate, you don't panic, right? You're yeah. gonna use the same lesson on the uh, outside in your life or <laughs> inside in your home in this uh, this respect, and uh, use those jujitsu lessons off the mats uh, that we always talk about. And I say that's my biggest advice to people because when you come back and you will come back, it's you're gonna be better in every way, not just better at your jujitsu. You're gonna be better at life in general. It's gonna teach everyone a lesson, I think, in many ways, including myself. Mm. That, uh, that's a good sentiment. I like the um, conversation. <laughs> I like how you mentioned um, like your wife driving you mad or you driving you mad, your kids, etc. Hey, I didn't say that, I didn't say that, yeah. mate. You don't get me the trouble, mate. No, I'm not, I don't mean... <laughs> hey, my <just> wife doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, 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 you glossed over these things, <laughs> which is funny, <laughs> which is funny because I had a chat with um, Jack Cox, who's, he runs... Um, the Northern Beaches Jiu-Jitsu in Sydney. He's a Pedro Sauer affiliate. He actually threw John higher Jiu-Jitsu, met him. Now he's an affiliate. Had a podcast with him yesterday. We did like three hours. We got carried away. Just ended up, just, I don't know, just carried on. But um, <laughs> he was telling me about how they're, they're in isolation now and he's spending more time at home with his wife and his kids and seeing them all day, every day. And now they're starting to feel the, 
um, the pinch of the, you know, no real space at work or trying to manage life but being stuck, confined with each other. I think that people are probably spending more time together than usually. Absolutely. But, you know, let me just say, and this is not just for, uh, you know, just for reason, but, you know, I love, I love, I'm actually, they're the only two things that I do do is jujitsu and spend time with my family. And I do love uh, hanging out with my wife and kids. And I tell you what, my wife's going to be a black belt after these next few weeks anyway, because we're on the mats every day. Uh-huh. Uh, and my kids as well, I've already handed them and they're already like, oh, whatever. So, no, but, you know, it, it's right. But this is why we need to keep physically and uh, mentally uh, in shape so that you can uh, so you're not losing the plot it's because it's not usual for us but I said to someone the other day my client I said how lucky are we though if we're going to be isolated we're going to be isolated in nice homes with nice food uh, with Netflix and internet and chatting to anybody you want even FaceTiming like we are now mm. uh, so in a sense we're pretty we're pretty lucky aren't we we're very very lucky yeah for sure and and like at the end of the day if you're going to be isolated like this and there might be some stress with you know being surrounded by everyone all the time and not being able to get your own time but if you're going to be isolated you want it to be with your like most loved ones right you don't want to be stuck on your own somewhere no exactly so, and, you know, unfortunately i'm going to say that there are people that are but let's hope that you know people can help them and whoever whoever knows those people can talk to them even if it's a phone call and um you know spread some positivity because uh, as we just spoke of before you know you listen to too much media mate it'll send you nuts mm. make sure you understand your own mind and don't take in that too much of that bad filter that's right it's important to know what's going on but not let it consume you yes a hundred percent mate a hundred percent um, I won't. So what? I, so the reason for our conversation today was we're gonna. We talked about it on the initial podcast, which, by the way, I wanted to tell you, I had a heap of positive feedback from people, even at Kaizen. John in Sydney, he was very, very impressed. Um, and even ra- I had randoms messaging me on Instagram about that podcast. People I don't know oh, who've listened to it. Fantastic, fantastic. Hey, I'm happy, and you know, like we said before, just keep it organic. This is this is me. This is you. And, uh, mate, this is something I love and I will continue to love and I'll continue to do after these crazy times. And if, uh, and if we can help people stay together and keep them happy and healthy and, and all of the above by chatting and inspire them and share knowledge, uh, we said before, I definitely want to do some videos with you when, the, when we get the chance to and we can put some stuff out with the podcast. That's yeah. something I'd like to do in the future. No problem. But I'm glad, I'm glad super stoked people enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm so I'm happy to have whoever on and I'm also happy to people who are interested like yourself and you want to be on. I'm happy to, um, you know, not partner up in any sort of like formal sense, but I'm happy to just do stuff together and and just enjoy it and see where it goes. And that's great. I'm all all for it. Um, I was going to say the purpose for our call, uh, for our chat was to talk about longevity in jujitsu, staying on the mats long term. And I guess... We're going to talk about various topics in the future and I'll do the same with other people as well. But longevity right now is, I think, an interesting thing to discuss given the fact that we've got a lot of people who are not able to train at all and with enough time off the mat, their inspiration or their motivation to return might slowly diminish more so than other people. So I think it's a good, good topic to talk about and I just wanted to get your initial thoughts on what longevity to you means longevity so many things uh longevity in the art 
to get to an old age. I want to do this until I can't, until I'm dead, <laughs> if I'm honest. Uh, go into very, very old man. There's no reason why we can't. Everything willing. Um, longevity for, yeah, for, for into old age. Longevity for safety. Uh, so you can't get injured. So you can go into long, uh, old age. And longevity in self-defense because you need to be the last man standing uh, or last lady standing. So there's so many, so many things involved in longevity. But training is the is the first and foremost to uh, combat it, and training very very smart. Mm. So what? So what? Training very smart. Then what does that generally entail for you? What the like the key takeaways? Um, so you know, I think um, when you when you uh, get on the mats and people uh, tend to want to compete against each other, I think it needs to be more of a playful mindset. But when you say playful, then your well, people all automatically think soft. And it's, it doesn't mean soft. Uh, it means uh, smart, intelligent movement. And I would say if you can do it slow, you can do it fast. Um, you, someone said to me one time uh, from a self-protection point of view, he said, mate, yeah, but if you know you get into the altercation, I'm just going to get super angry and I'm just going to go for cold. I said, mate, that is not the smart way to do things. I said, you need to be smart. Like SAS, intelligent. You know, it's a military precision and that takes um, smarts to be able to pull that off and training in a way that you are very, very effective with minimal effort. And to learn how to do that, you've got to be playful with your partners, um, your students, your clients, your wife, your kids over this time. <laughs> Definitely got to keep it playful. <laughs> um, and, ex and experiment because... I say to people, there's a lot of trust in jiu-jitsu and a lot, of, a lot of reasons people don't get very, um, very far maybe on the mats and don't discover a lot, which is very, very sad. And my goal is to enlighten people on this, is that they don't play. Allow yourself to be vulnerable. But to allow yourself to be vulnerable, then you have to be uh, trusting the partner that you're, you're rolling with or playing with. If they're just out to rip your neck off and pull your arm off, you're only going to do what you only that you always do. And you know the old saying, mate: if you always do what you always do, you always get what you've always got. Yeah. So you never experience anything more. So playful on the mats, but not just letting people do whatever they want. It's challenging. I have a system I like to work with, Brad, and it's a one is good and ten is bad. I can play in one and two, meaning I can play a game and just play one and two. Um, but I also let it get to 10 and sometimes I can say 15 with some of my monster clients. Uh, and you want to be able to play in all those ranges so you can see them all and you can um, access them all whenever you, uh, whenever you want. But that means allowing someone high belt, lower belt, doesn't really matter to get deep on you, uh, whether it's a choke, whether it's a mount, whether it's a side control and experiment and allow yourself to be, to be vulnerable. Because mm, that that plays into the benefit of both people as well, not just 100%, yourself. Hundred percent, because yes, yeah, absolutely, mate. So like, I can work my uh, my survival game, and they can work their attacking game. But we're doing it very slow. I said it's it's very very much like chess, as you know. But if we go slow and heavy and tight, you are forced to be uh, you're highlighted in your technique. If if you go quick. Um, like I said, those 10 stages, one to 10, if you go from one to five, you cheated. So when I passed your guard, mate, and I'm 95 kilos and you're 70 kilos and mm. I just throw your legs aside, I cheated. <laughs> yeah. 
okay, sure, we can do it, but it's not going to really benefit me or you and it's not going to show me anything. But if I come through like a snail and you do everything you can do to stop it and I still get it, tell me that's not better. And mm. then if I wanted to add another 10, 20% and I wanted to add an intention, okay, then now it's different. And I can, I've got many levels and I want to be able to do, do it, uh, you know, actively uh, defend myself or whatever it may be at 50, 50%. Because if I need to go to 60, 70%, it's going to be scary. And that's my goal. And that's mm. my goal to share with my clients. Mm. Um, I like that. It's interesting. You mentioned a few things. So I wrote down a couple of um, points before about what I like, just some words of what I thought, thought longevity meant. And you've pretty much summed most, most of them up already. So I said something along the lines of don't get injured, keep it playful, um, look after limbs, meaning for both yourself and your training partners. And then the other one, which I think is more of a anatomical thing, which is prevent injury prevention is your posture and your spinal, spinal and neck alignment. Oh mate, 100%. And this is where my exercises come in and not, you don't rely on the exercises, but keep your body in good shape. That doesn't mean body beautiful. That just means strong and healthy and they're movable. Um, but yeah, I say to people, I can't stress enough. And you would have seen in some of my videos, in the past, I've mentioned it, and I'll also mention it a lot in the future. Mate, do not hurt your spine and neck. That's a big, big problem. And they've got to last you a long time. But I said before, I think egos get involved and people think, yeah, I want to snap it on. To be honest, mate, I maybe went through a, 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 a little bit there where it was all about submissions. We're talking probably lunar purple belt but this is just me personally of course and now at a second degree i make submissions present themselves i'm more interested in uh, how i can uh, defend how i can control my mind under pressure how if someone gets on fifth level 15 with me do i how am i going to respond to it and i can inch my way out and uh, that's what really excites me and then the submissions become very easy because mm, if you can constantly survive you'll find your opportunities. They'll present themselves over time. Oh, how, and, and you know what? That's also, like you said before, the flip side on the, on the partner track, the, your uh, training partner or client, then it benefits them because they're going to have to be sustainable in how they approach it. Because we briefly mentioned last time on self-defense, don't, don't, uh, don't get tired. Don't <laughs> run yeah. out because you're in trouble. What you're a- not just going to be able to tap. So, this is a, you know, it's another longevity. I think you said something along the lines of, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but in our initial podcast, I think you said something like, um, uh, when, uh, what did you say? You said, when you're on the bottom, um, like staying composed, I forget what word you use for that, but staying composed. And then when, and when they're on top, let their ego take over. Yeah. When you, so when, when they're, uh, Yet yeah, where they're on top, let their ego take over. And where on, they're on the bottom, uh, let their panic take over. That's right. Because so, yeah, that's it, panic. No, that's okay. And you know what? I must give credit to my client, my wonderful client, one of my brown belts, Brad Nichols. He actually had mentioned that to me. And uh, we talk about it all the time, but he actually put that into words. And I think that's, that's superb. That is a superb saying because that's, that's what it is. Uh, you know, if you have... Um, one minute to do something, that's not what it's about, right? It's about uh, I'm going to take my time and it needs to be a, a longevity thing. There's that word again. That's where you're going to get the result. 
uh, if you can't go more than 30 minutes in reality, then you're, uh, you probably need to work on it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough, which, which means figuring out how to pace yourself or figuring out how to um, just all sorts of things, have better conditioning, have better frames, not using muscles as, well, as Mate, much, having is- a balance of when to, when not to, when to, you know, all that stuff. You are spot on and, and, and please don't get me wrong when I say, you know, with the workout, stuff like that, because you might have a gentleman or a lady who is 60 years young and, and that's okay because then that's where the frames come in and, and a little bit of everything connected and, and together, you get longevity. I'm 44 this year. I feel million dollars. Uh, uh, I'm happy to roll with an 18 year old, six foot eight, whatever. It doesn't bother me. I'm not looking to win. I'm looking to survive. And then if I can take something, I'll take something. If not, mate, as long as my body's fine, we all had a good time, no problems. Right? <laughs> and I think that's, that's also important, you know, because if they can't do anything to you, um, you're, they're, uh, they're not in a good position. Mm. Um, I wanted to ask you, do you have, with all that's going on with the virus and stuff now, and we're talking about longevity, do you have any, um, I guess, ideas or tips even for people that are at home who are itching to train. I see all the memes going around about it, like, you know, five days isolation, no jujitsu. Um, do you have any advice for them how to, how to stay, how to stay on, how to stay keen and, and then obviously keep that longevity going? Um, I think if you've got online offerings, that's fantastic. Um, definitely jump on top of it. I'm, I'm, I'm sure many schools have online stuff now and uh, I'll be putting some online stuff out. Stay tuned to those positive people that uh, put out positive things. You know, that's super important. Read, keep your mind sharp, eat well, and move, of course. But from the jiu-jitsu side of things, there's many things you can do. There's so many drills. I, I'll, I'm uh, endeavor to share these over time. You know, drills that you don't need a partner for, that you keep moving with. Um, obviously, you know, you can never replace an actual person to roll with, mm. but visualization, movement, movement. Don't, don't be lazy and disheartened. If you sit on the couch long enough, oh no, and then you do one day, you do two days, that becomes a, you know, a routine. Even getting on the floor and just moving for five minutes. Move, think about uh, how you would move on the, when you're on top of someone and on, on the bottom and get on the carpet and mimic it. I mean, mate, if you film some of the stuff I do, mate, you'd think I was a whack job. <laughs> I've, I've been doing the same stuff. Don't worry. <laughs> I saw. Um, I'm happy to be that person. Yeah. Well, you're that keen, right? You want to keep going. You don't oh. want to stop. So you got to do something. No. Well, this is not only my livelihood, but this is my passion. This is what I feel I'm here to here to uh, put out there, Brad. As we mentioned in the last podcast, this is a vehicle for life. Jiu-Jitsu is a vehicle for life, and uh, it doesn't change my what my destination for, for sure. Just there. Uh, so a few bumps and a few uh, adjustments, no problems. And I would urge everybody else to think the same. I do feel for people who have obviously mortgages like everybody does and so do I. But, you know, put those things on hold. Everyone's going to have to put those things on hold. Um, and, you know, just hang tight, stay positive, visualize, keep in touch with your clients, keep in touch with your training partners and keep in touch with yourself. And, um, and watch what you can. If you want to buy online courses, awesome. And just stay motivated because it's not going to last forever. And realistically, let's say worst case scenario, let's hope not, but let's say three months. What's three months? If you keep moving and you keep powerful and you keep focused, it's not a lot in the grand scheme of things. It's painful at the Good moment. Time to- 
yeah, it's painful at the moment, but in a scheme of a lifetime, it's nothing. Exactly. Especially you know, if I've that's your mindset. To... If that's your mindset, longevity, you want to do this forever. Or... Well, this is then it, mate. Nothing. When it gets hard, do not quit. When it gets hard, do not quit. And I understand. And look, I would say this, and I'm happy to talk to people, um, message people, chat via you know, uh, FaceTime, whatever. I'm happy to help people. If they want to chat and they want to vent, mate, I feel... I always feel positive. Of course, I was slapped in the face as well when they said, hey, mate, you have to shut your doors. Uh, you know, bar from crying, mate, what else are you going to do? So you go, right, you recalibrate and you go and you move forward again. So I think, um, yeah, just keep, just keep positive because when it comes back, you're going to be better. You're going to be better. Everybody's mm. going to be better for it. So you're at, what, do you think, what do you think the time frame is? I guess that's a hard question to ask, but you said max three months. I think uh, I think probably in the next couple of weeks they'll probably get a little crazy and uh, maybe some people get uh, get the flus and get get a little bit of sickness. Uh, I think probably six weeks. But I mean, look, I'm no professional in that area, mate. I don't know what I'm talking about there. But mm. I think uh, if they're going to shut things down, they need to shut everything down and just be smart about it. Mm. And, and like I said before, don't get me wrong. I'm the, I'm the one not getting paid as well, so. I understand this, but I think if they are going to go this way, they can't be half-half. They just need to go, boom, shut it down, a few weeks, and then let it slow it down. And there's, you know, there's places around the world that have, are starting to recover from it already. So it's going to pass through. you just got to be smart while it's coming through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I saw, I've seen people say, yeah, from yeah, four weeks to even up to a year on lockdown. And I don't know about well, that, but I, I'm, I'm in no position to have any informed opinion on it. But so no, I can not, talk not about it, but but yeah, don't really have much to offer, really. There, there but, would have to be some serious things in place for pe- for productivity. Otherwise, you know, people, this whole place will just fall over. And you want to see anarchy, mate? You'll probably see it in, within the year, no problems. You could almost see it over in places like America now. I saw Mexico raiding, uh, already raiding the Costco, and I saw that too. Yeah. Yeah, madness, mate. But this is what happens. And uh, yeah, I don't have any judgment on any of it. And I'm not a, like I said, professional on it. But uh, I I wouldn't look, again, be led by too much by the media because if it bleeds, it leads. And uh, don't let them take over your mind. Be positive and think about it. Think about what it is realistically. Uh, Keep your body healthy. Keep your body, your immune system high. If you're, you know, if you're willing and able and there and keep visualizing positivity mate and it'll be and it'll be past before you know it and we'll be back on the mats and doing it all again <laughs> you 100% mate 100% i'm going nowhere but up mate i can't wait to get back on the mats i've actually got some my mind goes mad when i have some time to stop because i don't often stop i'm going 7 days a week um, and when i do stop um, my mind goes mad with creativity so i've already put some things on paper and there's things that i'm I'm moving forward with over the coming weeks and months. So, yeah, I'm excited in that realm. But um, you've got to keep look for the positivity. As I said before the chat, you cannot approach a negative with a negative. It's not, not the way to do anything. Positivity is, is number one. And there will be a silver lining in every cloud, 100%. And they will be here as well. Mm, I'm sure. Do you have um, any, any of the things you're working on? Is there anything you want to share on what, what you've got uh, planned? Yeah, I have a knock. I have a weapons um, defense program coming out. 
I've been holding off on it for ages just because I haven't had time to put it together and film it and everything like that. So um, over the next few weeks, I'm going to be chipping away. I'll use my big son. He can be my offender. Put him in a beanie. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I want to film some stuff. Um, I've got some stuff I'm going to do for clients online and anyone else that's interested. Um, I'll put it all out on my social media pages, Professor yeah. James Wood Jones, Sustainable Jitsu Instagram, and obviously uh, Facebook. But um, yeah, I've got some courses. That's one of my courses, and it'll be that be the first one to be released. Is uh, dealing with a weapon. Uh, I've done a lot of weapon stuff, a lot of weapon stuff over the years. Probably 25 years. Worked with a lot of good people. Some I liked more. Uh, some uh, of the practical stuff I liked more than others. Um, but for me, this is what I've discovered over the years of putting it under pressure. And I don't have anything against any weapons course that's out there. I, Everything's got its time, place, circumstance, but this is what my take on it. And um, yeah, and I'm going to put it out there. So a level, level one, it'll be first, and that'll be dealing with, a, dealing with a weapon, edged weapon, knife, needle, anything sharp. Um, yeah, it's not to be taken lightly. And it's um, one of those things that, you know, people a lot of the time balk on. But hey, this is going to be my take on it. And I play live everything. I have one of my uh, trainers. And my black belt, Jay, he get, comes at me like a lunatic. And what works, works. And what doesn't, doesn't get used. So that's, that's what I'm going to share with people. I think it's a very important part of jiu-jitsu and self, self-protection is the, is the uh, weapons as well. Having Not that up. we want to go hands-on with a knife, don't get me wrong. But when, you, when you've got no choice, you, then you'll have something. Yeah you, yeah, you need to have something in your arsenal. Hey. Yes, most definitely, mate. So that would be my first course. So dealing with a weapon, sustainable jiu-jitsu. I'll put it out very soon. There you go. So what, just in the filming stage at the moment, then packaging it and putting, putting it out. Yes, I've got to speak to my brother-in-law because he's my IT guy and how to put things together and where people can purchase it online and et cetera. Um, uh, because, yeah, it would take me hours to do things like that, mate. I'm the practical guy. I'll do yeah. the stuff and he's, the, he's my brains behind the scenes. So, yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah. then, yeah, it should be available hopefully within the coming weeks. Okay, well, let me know when it comes out. Let me know, and I'll put it up on the um, on the Instagram and stuff with my like humble little following. There's not much there, but I'll do my best to help. You know, help in no, any way that I can. Much, yeah, thank you very much, mate. Like we said before, you know, business is business, and obviously you have to get paid for productivity and stuff, and and sharing knowledge. But that's how the world works. I mean, you know, I never apologise for earning money. You shouldn't, and nobody should that put something out there, whether it's a jujitsu video or whether it's a, a, in the, the office. You know, it's all worth, and time is worth. That's how the the world works. But my number one goal is to share my passion, my knowledge, and my love for it for twenty four seven. Whether I'm on lockdown or in the studio, mate, it's 24-7 for me. So I want to share it out there, help people grow their clients, help people uh, have their knowledge and actually help people properly defend themselves. And um, yeah, all of the above. Mm, Beautiful. Uh, Outside of the Edge Weapons course, what are the other things you've been focusing on in your home videos? Because I know a lot of gyms, all the gyms I'm sort of associated with have been putting out different videos, which has been, uh, been interesting to see. Escape in the bottom, escape in the bottom. Uh, when I say escape in the bottom, first I mean surviving the bottom, structures, <laughs> principles, lines of defense, 
mental control, and then and then the technique comes into it. So I have a five levels for that. There's not a there's not one technique that's going to get you uh, out when someone's laying level ten at side control. <laughs> so I want to I want to show you a a pretty pretty cool way pretty cool way of doing it. That'll be another course that I'll be filming over the next few weeks, and and I'll be getting out there. Um, yeah, escaping the bottom, sustainable, mate, sustainable. Yeah, because nobody's comfortable. Nobody's comfortable on the bottom for what I've seen over the years. Uh, so obviously, some more than others. I, I mean that respectfully. But um, yeah, nobody. Everyone likes to be on top because the psychology on top is different as well. Yes, you know, good. I feel good. I'm on top. But uh, I flipped the psychology, and we'll talk about this in the um, in the online course. But my mentality is, mate, you're on top of me. Good luck. You got to you got to do the job to hold me down. You're going to be holding down a rock. I used the analogy the other day to my client is that if you're driving off and me jumping on your bonnet to try and stop you, that's not going to stop you. You're going to continue to drive. So that's, that's my bottom game. That's what's coming. Okay. Can you, I, obviously, you're not going to be showing any techniques, but anything you can talk about? You mentioned just in general, like your principles. If you don't want to share it over, over a chat, that's fine. No problem. See the video when it comes out. But, yeah, anything you want to um, share now. Yeah, so you know what? I'll, I'll leave all the other technical stuff and a little bit more for the video, but mm. I would say this, mate. Num number one, you need to be, and this is where the playful comes in that we chatted to before, uh, chatted about before, I'm sorry. Um, you need to be quiet in your mind and be willing to, and be willing to sit there and feel. Uh, don't think, try not to think, and we can talk about lots of things that can combat that. Your mind will never stop thinking, but staying calm. And, and testing those positions. How many positions can you go around on a um, top game there, Brad? Side control, mm. mount, Knee north, right, south, north south, yeah. Yep, half guard, cool, side mount. You've got all of them, many. So you get really comfortable in those positions and you'll, be, you'll see some amazing things. Staying calm and keeping structure, that's all I'd say for now. There we are, two things, because... Um, yeah, if you can't, uh, you can't hold the rock down, uh, say a rock as in picture a big boulder, that's what it wants to be on. When someone's on top of you, they can move wherever they want, but when they move, they give gaps, even if they move tight. Let, let's put it this way. If you're very close and super tight to the person, that's easier for me because if you're super tight and super heavy on me, then you're connected to me and mm. I can use the floor that's behind me to move you. On the flip side, if you're not so tired and you give space, you give space, you, one of my lines is coming in and now you're going to have to deal, you're going to be juggling on top again. So you're talking about building, when there's space, you're talking about placing a wedge and then placing another wedge. Yep, for yep 100%. And if they want to be tight, then they're too connected. But mm. of course, you need to be tight and you need to have uh, give space here and there when you need to move, of course. But then that comes back to the top game. That's another course that I'm putting out. It's how to move on top without without dealing with the bottom. It depends on who you're rolling with. <laughs> so basically, yeah, okay. So we've got a full thing coming out over time, but right now the focus is on the how to survive the bottom, really. 100%, and the edge, mate, edge weapon course, of course. Yes, definitely, mate. And once you survive the bottom, then you can attack however you want. Let's get people comfortable with being there first. And then, uh, and then we go from there. Yeah, I, like, I really like that because it's one of those things you, um, when you first start, you have no technique at all or even just like no, even technique aside, it's no ability to stay calm. That's the problem. People yes, ga gassing exactly. out isn't because they don't have technique, it's because they don't stay calm.
And they're the yeah, people. You are spot on. The panic on the bottom, you said before, the panic sets in. They don't, yeah. And then eventually as they slowly learn, they get better, but then all of a sudden they're able to find the top position. And then sometimes people, they and this comes. Yeah, this, and this comes back down to that longevity, that playfulness. If you get someone who's not very confident on the bottom and you just smash them, how's that supposed to improve their game? You need, mm. to, you need to challenge them. I need to make them feel uncomfortable to the point where they're, oh, they're just over the edge and then I reward them and help them out and everything like this. But you build that up properly and now I have guys and girls in the gym and everybody to a certain level is very, very comfortable. Can I squeeze it out of them? Absolutely, you know, but that's the... There's levels and levels to everything, but again, it needs to be inoculated and it needs to be played with. And then people don't want, wonder why they don't get better on the bottom is because the person just smashes them. Now, I would also argue the fact that when the person's on top just smashing them, are, are they any good anyway? If you can only just smash the person, you know, you can play with someone on top, reward them. I have so many drills. Um, I call this the gorilla that I learned from playing with, uh, you know, my kids and... Uh, smaller framed people where I don't put weight on them. I can control them with my lines of defense and my points of contact, but I actually do it with, so let's say, 60% of my body on them. And then it makes me better because if I can control them with 60% of my body, when I use 100% of my body, then I've fully got the control. Mm. So I would, I would say the person on top should be playing a little bit differently if that person on the bottom can't handle them. And if they're flicking around and going like a lunatic underneath, you're probably overstimulating them and you need to back up a little bit, mm. you know? And, then, and that's, but that's where the growth is, Brad. Once you get that trust with a client, a training partner, and I say this in a healthy way, not a manipulative way, but once you get the trust with them, then hey, you can do whatever you want. Now you can go pressure because they know they're not going to freaking die. So now they know they've got some... Uh, uh, places to go and if worse comes tap and that's there's nothing wrong with that we tap mm. more often than not and then we build through it that uh, that's it's i didn't yeah definitely didn't think that's manipulative building that trust i think that's an important thing not just um from your perspective as a coach but even just training partners training with one another because if you yes. like say in a competition in a competition format there's zero trust like zero, you can't trust oh. that person. If they take your arm, if you if you don't tap, if they don't force you to tap, they will break your arm. But in oh, the, yeah, absolutely. But the trust in the gym is, you know, sure you can get an arm bar on me, and I'm going to try and escape if the escape's there. But I need to have trust that you're not just going to rip my arm off. I'm going, you're going to, you're going to extend it. You're going to apply the pressure. I'm going to feel it, and I'm going to know it's on. And then I'm going to have time to tap as well. Yes. Yep, hundred percent. And if and that person's going, you know, crazy in the gym, and then think they're going to get something different in the competition or in the self defense or whatnot, yeah, there's, there's zero growth in it. So you are you are spot on, mate. The trust of the bodies. I said, I'm not letting anyone grab me around the neck. I let all my clients grab me around the neck, the arms, squash me, everything, and I do the same because I trust them. They're all amazing people, beautiful people, and, and controlled people, which also, not only their physical skills, but that says to me that when I can see them roll with a child or roll with someone a little older, a little smaller, or whatever it may be, that to me shows skill. If I see them hacking on people, which I never do because that's not them, that's not them uh, then it, you're probably not as skillful as maybe they thought they were. 
having skill is showing restraint, control. doesn't mean you can't step it up. I say to clients, uh, my number one thing, it's not soft or hard. The only difference is intention. I can do it slow. I can do it, uh, I can do it fast. So, you know, slow is smooth, though. It's the way to do it, and it's all about intention. Uh, in the gym, I want to put something on you. Whether you go nuts or you go slow, I'm still going to get it, but I'll still do it slow. I don't care if you go fast or, or not. I'm still going to go slow. So when mm. I learn to get it like this, then if you want to go nuts, someone said to me, what if the person goes nuts? Even better because they do the job for me then. But learn how to do it like that for longevity, for efficient, efficiency, and for effectiveness, not the other way around. <laughs> Mm. Do you think uh, efficiency and effectiveness ties into longevity, long like long term? Oh, good, good. Yes, mate. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Efficiency is oh, efficiency is everything because that that really then says that the person in their sixties and seventies and and beyond can still do it. You know, I remember seeing a um, a clip of Hickson and Ilio on YouTube. I believe it still is. It's on there. I would say probably Ilio Gracie would be eighty five. And Hickson would probably be in his mid to late 30s. And someone had commented on it, as, as they do, some magnificent comments of, uh, <laughs> oh, you know, oh, he's, ta- he's taking it easy on the guy. I thought, mate, the guy's 85, you know. But, but if you go and play pure technique and, and take away your attributes, so Hickson takes away his speed and his strength and Ilio takes away his whatever, and go only on technique, okay, now you're going to see how good you are. And that's what I saw in that video. Mm. I saw technique, and he made, don't make any mistake, if Ilio grabbed you around the neck, you would know about it, 85 or not. So mm. I think that was a very, good, a, a very good example. Strip away all your attributes and just play on pure technique, and you'll, you'll be amazed what you, can, what you can get out of it. Mm. And efficiency, and efficiency is then blatantly obvious because then you can't actually lie to yourself. Like I said before, I go one, two, I don't worry about three, four, and five. I'll go to six. Oh, you just cheated. You've got to go through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine to get to 10. Mm. And when you can do that and you can do it honestly, you'll know you're efficient, you'll know you're effective, and in, under any circumstance, you'll be able to do it if you go through all the steps. I th- I th- yeah, the 85-year-old 80, Helio, um, even just... I don't, I don't know about how sharp his technique was at that point in time or how much he could do then, but even just being able to throw the gi on and roll around on the mats, even just a little bit at that age is still, you're winning. You're winning. Oh, absolutely. And you know, I think that's, and it's just so beautiful that, I mean, it just goes to show how good that, you know, Hickson or whoever it was that was rolling with him because, and how good they were that they could roll with him. And also it's, I said, the jiu-jitsu is like a dance partner, isn't it? You know, for me as, as the coach, when people come on, it's my job to make them look good. And I say this respectfully in the fact that it's my job to move them. If I was to go dance, I mean, I can't dance. So uh, whoever's leading me is going to make me look good and make me dance well. And that's what you've got to do with jujitsu, um, which goes against that. If it's not playful and the person is just hacking on you, then they'll look terrible because, you know, their confidence is not there. Their technique is not there. Uh, when you play with them and you move them and you allow them to be free and uh, confident, then you'll see what they can do. And everybody's got something. The number one thing to get through to anyone there, Brad, is to keep control of their mind. 
Mm. You can show them many techniques in the world. I'm not all about showing a billion techniques anyway. We've progressed over time. But if you show all the techniques, they'll all be still no good if you can't control the mind and you can't stay calm. So first have them trust, have them stay calm, and then they become effective and efficient afterwards. Not the other way around. Don't show all those techniques as they won't get it in because you haven't got it into their mind yet, mm. if that makes sense. No, it does for sure. I was going to say, touching on that, like you're saying, give give them the space, like keep it playful, allow them to move, don't overstimulate them, all these sorts of things. Now, how about for someone who might be, um, you know, let's say there's plenty of people out there who are in a gym where the sort of the fun of jujitsu has fallen away because maybe they are overstimulated and they're not get, they just feel like they're not improving because they're being dominated like that. How for people yeah. in that position, do you have any advice for them? I would say, uh, you say to your training partners or the person who's doing it, mate, you need to chill, man, relax a little bit. I need to take it easy because I've got to work tomorrow for those those people who you have uh, jobs after this. And if the person's, uh, uh, mate, you're soft or and there's plenty of places like that around the globe, then go find another gym, another studio and go train with someone who wants to train properly because at the end of the day, you're putting your uh, body and life at their at their hands. And, uh, you know, your emotional state as well. Most people would just walk away, but some people will stick around and be a punching bag. And I've seen that over the years. And uh, no, don't, don't do that. Just uh, go find a better place. If that person is not going to play, play and uh, you can't find anyone within that area that's going to play with you and there's a whole bunch of egos, you need to go, go, go somewhere else. And it sounds harsh, but it's true though, right? Because otherwise mm. you're just going to be tapping on the same nail all the time. Mm, fair. It needs to be... Sorry. Sorry, buddy. Didn't mean to interrupt you. It's no, a bit sorry. difficult with the little slight delay we have going on. <laughs> no, that's okay, mate. No worries. Sorry about that. Yeah, I just think um, because that's where I think the beautiful community comes from uh, for the jiu-jitsu because there is so much trust and that's where, you know, that confidence and, and when people say jiu-jitsu is just amazing, it's like changing my life. And I think that's why because there's so much trust and control in the game or in the art uh, you know, amongst everything else that this is where that, that community and love for the art comes from. If there's not the trust and you just train with a whole bunch of meatheads, then yeah, you're not going to, you're not going to see the art for what it is. And I know that your, uh, your lineage in Pedro Sauer, I know he's big on that. Uh, I'm big on that myself and master Joe is also big on that. We're all big on that because uh, that's why we'll be around doing it at 90. Mm. I was the, the interesting to say that the uh, Jack that I was talking to last night, he was, excuse me. Hello. I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll help you in a little bit. Mum's trying to find her robotic vacuum cleaner. Where is it? I don't know. <laughs> it's, I, don't ask me. I'm not the man to ask. I think it's battery right, mate? is probably halfway around the house battery ran out and now it's under a bed or something <laughs> my apologies Love I was it. I was gonna say no I, was, worries. I was speaking to Jack and um, he he was talking about his gym they're not he's got some guys in his gym that are keen to set up a competition team and that's great he's sort of saying happy to have guys compete but the gym, first and foremost, is, is, is a lifestyle gym. He wants to share the art, share self-defense, share jiu-jitsu. It's like a, a way of life, not, not a focus on um, like winning at all costs. So yes. I think 
the longevity can play into both of those things. Like in lifestyle, that's like a key part of it in all the gyms that sort of focus on that. I've, that's what I hear um, in gyms, maybe that are more competition focused, which I haven't really been at any gyms that are strictly competition focused. The, both the gyms I've trained at have had, there's definitely an element of guys that and guys and girls that like competing, but the gym itself is not focused strictly on that. You know, but I would even go as far as saying, look, and I'm not a competition gym and I don't have anything against that, whatever. Jiu-Jitsu is beautiful, excellent. But even if you are competing, that just still doesn't mean that you can't train smart, though. And actually, in a, in a sense, you're like, why wouldn't you, uh, why wouldn't you be smart? Everything that I show, everything that I do in sustainable jiu-jitsu uh, is, can be benefit for the competitor as well. So, I mean, it's a smarter way. I'll tell you what I loved, I loved uh, was Andre Gavalo versus Huron Gracie. I believe mm. it was Metamoris 5. Yes. And, um, yeah, and that guy, you know, uh, Andre Gavalo, very good. He's all over him, roaming around on top. And uh, Huron's like, just chilling. Now, you could look at that two ways and say, oh, that's boring and whatnot. But I mean, isn't the game to stay safe? Because I said in, I know this is not self-protection, it's a competition, but it's the level down, you can still get hurt. And then, mate, why would you take risks with your body? Mm. And, the, and the way to do it is smart, right? I said, you've got civilians and you've got SAS. Now, I don't want to be civilian, I want to be SAS when I approach something that's physical combat because you need to be the smartest in the room and the most intelligent. So that can be that can be taken to competition, that can be taken into the gym uh, just for roles, and that can be taken into self-defense. So it's a win-win if you're sustainable and, and efficient and effective. Mm. I, I remember, and it's important to note that in that specific competition, it was submission only in, I think, 20 minutes. So in a Correct. scenario where it was points-based and uh, maybe five minutes, it'd be a whole different whole different sort of approach but that's not the approach that um the gracie boys would have wanted to go for because that's not what they preach which well, is then, probably if you got five yeah well i mean the worst thing i think i could say to you there if you were in someone's guard or you know uh, <laughs> someone was mounted you brad is yell out let's go escape 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 because the person on top if they got uh, some knowledge they're going to go yes brad please escape because when you go for gold and try to escape i'm going to attack you Mm. So you're kind of going against the principles again of jujitsu in its in its entirety, well, it's in, in its purest form because it's effective, efficient, and it's patient, and that's that's not. But on the flip side, you know, for those competitors, then that's what you go into, and that's what you have to prepare for. But you know, it kind of goes against a lot of the uh, efficient and effectiveness. Patience is key. Mm. I, I, uh, I was going to say I was before this, I was reading a blog that was talking about um, longevity because I wanted to get some other views from online, just what jet people have talked about. And someone said something along the lines of um, if you have a, uh, and this is, and this is not, I don't want it to sound like competition is not good because ab absolutely it's great fun. I've done it. I plan on doing it more. I've got no issues with it. So don't take it the wrong way, but it was no, saying, I know, I know. I'll second that as well there, Brad. I feel the same. Uh, I don't, I've competed before and I have nothing against it whatsoever. It's all sharing the beautiful art. Mm. We're just having a conversation on longevity and, yeah, absolutely. Mm. But I agree. Yeah. So, But the, the blog I was reading was written from the perspective of um, competitors who are like winning heaps of medals, but, but the, mentality, the mentality behind competition in this scenario is win at all costs, do not tap, always win kind of thing. And that... It, what it was saying is you might walk out of your jiu-jitsu career with a heap of gold medals, 
but those gold medals might be 10, 15 years of jiu-jitsu, but then people who play the long game, have the longevity, and even competitors who still have a longevity mindset is where you get, you know, your second, third, fourth degree on black belts, and then you get, you know, a black and red, and then a, you know, white and red, and then a red belt. Which, I mean, I don't know how many people are going to get to that point, but you, you can't get to that level if you don't have longevity in your game and no, your approach you and your mindset. Smart. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like uh, I, we had a conversation before, like I grew up with, with firearms and et cetera, with military background and, and my father and stuff like that. And, you know, all in a healthy way, but it's like playing with real bullets, mate. You don't get a second chance. You need to play simunition. So you're trying to make it the re- as real as you can, but um, you know without the without the broken arms or the bullets in the stomach, mate. So you mm. need to be smart in how you play. Um, again, it comes back to inoculation. But you know, if you wanted to be the top world competitor, then if you are hacking every day, and we've seen people that have done it, if you're hacking every day, you're not going to make it to the next training session. So you can't go in your competitions and you can't continue to train. So that wouldn't make any sense because you've got to take another eight weeks off to recover. And so I would say the way that you train under, like if you're underneath someone, you know, you can survive. If you're the person on top who wants to go for gold because they are competing and they want to put that arm bar on, then make sure that you can get that arm bar in at the, at the most extreme times. So I would even uh, take a submissions, let's say there, Brad, and let, it, let them escape to about a level eight. Okay, so they're almost out of it and then see how I can recapture it. That's how mm. I would play the game. I wouldn't go bang, whack it on and just rip it on because, you know, you might be able to do it to some, but you won't be able to do it to others. And that's not a smart way for your partner. It's not a smart way for you to learn. But so, you know, uh, attach your submission, let the person 85% get out of it and see where you can uh, uh, escape to it. Uh, sorry, um, adapt to it. And go again. And this will build actually a fantastic game. Then you'll be surprised on how easy it is to take things. Instead of having to snap things on and, and, and bash your way, way, way through things, as we said, that's, um, that's cheating, right? Mm, and that <laughs> and would, not, no longevity in that either. Yeah, sure. And that would come into um, just different levels of people's um, development as well, being able to have, you know, when you escape, I can adjust. That's not, you know, you may be at a white belt level or even blue, maybe you're not doing that. But as you get further yeah. along, it probably becomes more present. Yep, exactly. I say, you know, sometimes in my head I'm rolling. I say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push for the, the sixth submission. And I'll let everything else go and I'll push for the sixth submission. If I can't get the sixth submission, I'll go to the next submission. You know, isolate yourself. Tr- uh, challenge yourself. There's so many better ways to do it. Again, you know, in all in good time in the future, I'm going to share all the, ways, all the ways that I've done it. Uh, or that I do it and um, and hopefully it can help people because there's so many better ways than just hacking on each other and trying to win and because mm. you don't really learn anything out of that anyway winning is winning yeah great you know don't you want to be precision I want to be precision and especially when it comes to self-protection I want to be, I, I need to be precision you know if you're in an old occasion the person's lucky because I'm I want to be that good I'm going to play with you it's a grizzly bear and a human being Mm. so you want to get your technique tight i think i think that's really important and from my personal perspective like i'm definitely it's lifestyle but i think even people who most the very vast majority of people that listen to this podcast are a lot compete a lot just train a lot do a bit of both but they're all people who are it's a lifestyle focus for them 
the everyday people. We're not elite athletes that are listening to this podcast. I mean, if there are, shout out to you, but <laughs> there's not. They're just normal people like myself and like you, and that's like they want to do this. I'm sure they want to do this in 40 years' time still. Correct. And, you know, I say that everybody participates in jiu-jitsu um, and anything else, but we're talking to jiu-jitsu, then everybody's ordinary and everybody's extraordinary. Jiu-jitsu is going to make the ordinary extraordinary because it's going to go into all parts of your life. So when we're on the mats, we're teaching people lessons, not just the, how to escape an armbar or how to escape the bottom. That's all very good because that all bleeds into the next thing. It's what are they taking off it? Uh, taking from it off the mats mm. how often are they on the mats once twice three times a week ten times a, a week either either when you come off the mats which kind of brings us to the situation we're in now okay now we're going to see your jiu-jitsu that first stripe you're wearing that blue belt you're wearing that black belt you're wearing and any other belt now we're going to see your jiu-jitsu because now you're going to stay patient stay controlled and this is where it all counts so there's there's many things in, involved there Mm. What, a, what a beautiful way I think maybe to end it at this point I don't know if you have anything else you'd like to add or say but that, that's a good way to wrap it up I think I, I could speak for hours but we shall um, we shall uh, do it again another time Brad and maybe talk about self-protection next time okay sounds good uh, maybe uh, keep, keep me up to date with all of your um, releases of your stuff and we'll, if you like we can do a podcast on self-protection around the release date of your um, weapons course if you like that that would be fantastic. I really, really appreciate it. And may I just leave everyone with a message? Make sure you stay positive. Positivity is number one, positive mindset, bulletproof mindset, and keep moving uh, for your, you know, your mind, body, and soul. And uh, the human, human being is extremely resilient. And if you've got a jiu-jitsu together with that, wow, you're going to do some amazing things. As I said before, I'm available to help anyone, chat, talk, inspire, Mate, share something with you guys. You can follow me. You've got my uh, all my details. So uh, just stay positive and much love to everybody, not just the jiu-jitsu community. Thanks very much, Jamie. I appreciate your time. And I'll, I'll share all those social media details again when I release it. So thanks very much, mate. Thank Chat to you soon. Thank you so much, brother. Take care. You too. Bye.